Missionaries for Authentic Love, an interview with the Culture Project Australia. So I'm joined today by Francis and Lorraine from the Culture Project. Thanks for joining me. Thank you for having us. Yay. (laughs) So the reason why we're here um, is that we're very excited to have, have have we even got a name for this? Let's go with uh, the Culture Project podcast. Easy. Sounds good. Look, we're going to probably get a mix up, but for the time being, we'll be like the Culture Project podcast. Okay. So that's like the the working title. Yep. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's going to be something really catchy. So, like, you can even, like, comment in on your name recommendation. Yeah. Maybe you could change it every week. That would make it really hard for the website (laughs) um, and for iTunes. But anyway, we'll see what happens. But so, yes, The Culture Project will be producing a podcast for Cradio, which is awesome um, and very exciting. Uh, And so, first of all, you know, people might be wondering what what is The Culture Project? Um, So, Francis or Dory... We'll call you either or. Um, (laughs) Give us an introduction to The Culture Project. Yeah. So, look, The Culture Project is an initiative of young people in Australia. And so, basically, we are young people, college grads, and we go out and we encounter our culture wherever the young people are at. So, predominantly in schools, um, but also through youth groups and conferences. And we speak predominantly on the issues of human dignity and sexual integrity, so life and love. And we just meet them where the culture's at and through stories and natural law, take them on a journey back to those deep desires on our heart for authentic love and so that we can realize that we are worth true love and the only proper response to any human being is to love them and not to news. That's great. Great little uh, elevator pitch right yeah. there. Um, now, I also wanted to ask you, you know, you're both missionaries. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not something that you just wake up well maybe some people do actually <laughs> but wake up one day and decide to do but you'd have a history behind this how you got mm-hmm. to where you are today so maybe i don't know lorraine maybe you can go first cool how did you get to this point take me take me back to the beginning oh, awesome um, how did you first learn to walk maybe you don't have to, <laughs> to the very um, beginning but yeah oh, how did you good. end up here how i end up in the culture project i met them at a theology of the body in course Like in 2014, they just started up. They were introducing it at the course. And one of the missionaries was talking about the culture project. And I remember sitting there thinking, this is exactly what this culture needs. This is exactly what I needed when I was in high school. And I felt like this is exactly what the world needed to know, um, to know what it meant to be fully alive and to live, to live fully alive, to, to live, um, to live not just not just to survive but to like actually thrive. So I was like, wow, this this mission organization sounds awesome. I talked to them and I was like, oh, like you guys sound amazing. I love what you do. Um, and then I just got that in my heart that I wanted to do it one day. I was studying to be a nurse. I became a nurse. I did nursing for two years. I was in a youth group for um, seven years. And at the end of my service, I I was questioning what I wanted to do and. Um, the culture project was still in my heart. I hadn't been to any of the events. Uh, after that, I went to like a couple. Um, but then I, I, yeah, I still wanted to talk about life and love. I still wanted to talk to young people. I still wanted to hear what the young people um, had in their hearts, what they loved. And I still wanted to serve them in that way. And so the culture project, I took that a lot to prayer. And then at the end of 2016, I went to their Christmas party. I saw they had a new missionary and I was like... Yep, I should apply. I should take this chance. I knew that it wasn't the most popular form of activism. I knew that I 
I was going to give up my job for this, that I was going to let that go. And, but I thought, you know what? If God's calling me, I, I think I'll be restless if I don't say yes. And so in 2017, I applied, had my interview, and it's just all been history since then. Now yeah. I'm a full-time missionary for the Culture Project since June. Praise since, God. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So it's been good. Yeah. What about you, Francis? What? <laughs> What brought you? You've been involved for a while, I think. Yeah. Um, you're, you're one of the founders here in Australia, is that correct? That's correct, yeah. yeah. So tell me about what got you to there um, and what has kept you on board all this time um, mm. for the last year. year or so. How long have you been going? Last three years. This three is years, third wow. Year. I know, it's wow. really exciting for Australia. It is yeah. like, really good question, Luke. Uh, I've been very passionate about these issues since I was really young. Uh, since I was 12 years old, actually. So way back in the day, I grew up in the country, like Hunter Valley, little country town, my five brothers. And the issue of human dignity, like specifically of abortion, was something that I never knew growing up. Uh, it wasn't until one of my friend's sisters went to have an abortion that I was like, oh, what is this thing? Uh, and then it just like shocked my little 12-year-old heart. Like it just broke my world. I was like, oh my gosh. And so I did what any reasonable 12-year-old would do. I went to Google. Uh, to find out what this thing was. And the more I researched, the more I saw that it was actually harming women emotionally, physically, and psychologically, um, as well as like what it was doing to the unborn. And it really just broke my heart. I can remember being about 12 and like, oh my gosh, like no one's doing anything about this. Like, what can I do? And so I was about 13 when I discovered the spiritual adoption program. And through that, like I shared it with my friends and different parishes and a few different states across Australia. We had about 750 people doing it. I was like, this is great, but I want to do more. And so from then it was just been organizing like youth camps or dinners and things like that. I discovered the beauty of theology of the body during high school. I was the only Catholic in my high school. So I did a study group and we had like Buddhists, agnostics, atheists, Baptists, all sitting around talking about our desires of authentic love, um, which was really articulated incredibly with JP too. Um, and so that was just incredible to see how open our hearts were to this. I then, like all these passions are still like brimming, whatever outlet I could have was be where I could share it. I came to Sydney to study at Camping College. And that was incredible three years of my life. And while I was studying at Campion, I was still giving talks in youth groups and schools. And through this, one of the girls got in contact with me and she said, I'm pregnant. My mum and sister want me to have an abortion. I can't kill my baby. Can you help me? And I was like, oh, my gosh, of course I can help you. And so we caught up with her and some pregnancy counselling services for coffee, and she was able to get the support that she needed to, like, bring her little baby boy into the world. And now her mum and sister adore her little child, and it's just brought the whole family close together. But I remember seeing this little baby boy, and I was like, you didn't nearly make it. And for me, I was like, why am I getting a degree when there's legit, like, hearts and lives that need to hear this message of how, like, incredible human life is? And so I was prepared to quit my degree, uh, but I felt like no call to, call to finish it. I then experienced the Culture Project in America and did training with them in June of 2014. And for me, I was like, this is something that's so incredible and so needed for our young people in Australia. So myself and Krista Silva began forming it. It was the night of my graduation that we were able to launch in Australia. So it was the 15th of December, 2014. I've been growing like ever since and like, why am I still involved three years later? It's really seeing the effect that it has on the hearts of our young people. Like every time we give a talk and whether it's people wanting to quit addictions or whether they realize how valuable their life is that they're struggling with either 
self-harm or things like that, or even the empowerment that comes to young women who are like, yes, they want to be the best mothers they could be. And, like, they are my inspiration. Like, I see these young people, like, go through challenges of life, and for me, like, we don't want them to go through those challenges alone. And whether it's these young mums who are, like, doing the best they can at school or these, like, teenagers who want to, like, quit their pornography addictions, like, whatever it is, like, for me, that's the most amazing thing to see the changes and the challenges that they're facing in their own lives. And, like, praise be to God, like, we've seen that time and time again with lives that wouldn't be here otherwise um, or people who wouldn't be in situations that they are now hmm. through, like, just hearing this message of their own self-worth and that of other people. Yeah. So what have you guys been up to thus far in your uh, in this missionary season um, that you're in a, at this point in time? What kind of activities does the Culture Project do? Um, so we just came back from training in Pennsylvania in America with the rest of the team. And we go there in June and we train with them for two weeks. We have spiritual retreat with the Benedictine monks that are there. It's at a college in Latrobe and they... Yeah, we, a lot of prayer. We do holy hour and mass every day. That's one of our pillars, which is prayer. And so we do that every day together as a community for the two weeks. And then we came back from a theology of the body course in, uh, Pittsburgh and no, no, no. In Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. And that was with Christopher West. So that was for six days just to get some formation. So it's been good. And ever since then, we, we still hold the restore nights that we have on the first Monday of every month, which is for the young adults. And we just have a speaker come in about talking about what ways we can restore something in the culture. And this month we had a, a speaker come in, talk about her project, about how she's restoring love. And so, yeah, we have live music and it's fun times with good, good pub food and just mean with people who, who want to restore this culture with us as well. So that's what we've pretty much been up to for the past few months. Um, well, we had training, which was fantastic. We've been going to schools. Um, we got off the flight plane on the Monday. And we're in schools on the Tuesday. So it's been intense, but it's been incredible. Uh, so predominantly, yep, going to schools, a few youth groups as well. Our once a month um, at Young Adult Night, which is the first Monday of the month at Parramatta Pub. Sorry, the commercial in Parramatta. Um, and so that's been also really terrific. So we've been gearing up. We've got a few camps happening in the school holidays. Uh, and then we'll be back in for term with schools continuing on and then it's just been exciting for the mission team as well i mean getting continued formation uh, and growing with the girls which has been fantastic awesome what kind of experience have you had so far with going into school so what kind of reaction have you had um what's been yeah what's been the feel um from the kids because i mean going into schools and telling them about you know pro-life and chastity and things like that doesn't seem like the most appealing uh, thing in the world for school kids, for rebellious teenagers. Um, but what has been your reaction? Such a good question. I've been overwhelmed with how positive the kids have been. Uh, like even if it's, my favourites were probably these year 10 boys or boys school. And at the end of it, they're all like, want to quit pornography. Now I know how to love my girlfriend. I want to treat my girlfriend better. Like it's just been beautiful to see mm. how open they are to it. Or with the girls, like it's, sometimes it's heartbreaking. They'll be like, you knew how we were hiding under my mask and like be able to speak truth into their lives in this way. Uh, Luke, I love how you like articulated that because for me um, during our first year, I was kind of like, oh, like it's so countercultural in what we're saying about the human person and our inherent dignity and worth. And like part of me was like, oh, I don't really know like how on board, you know, like maybe the kids aren't going to be into this on a Monday morning, you know, maybe, maybe not. Uh, and one experience really like shattered my whole worldview of that. 
It was actually at schoolies. So we go up to schoolies to do beach outreach. And I'm pretty sure you wouldn't be able to get a tougher crowd for <laughs> chastity than you would at schoolies. And so it's just like thousands of high school leavers up on the Gold Coast, surface paradise. And really, it's just like drug, sex and alcohol for a week. Like mm-hmm. that basically is essentially schoolies. And so we hit the beaches and we talk about authentic love. Um, during the day just by asking people, like, what do you think love is? And it's been really amazing to see people's answers and wrestle with that. And so this particular day I was walking down the beach and there was these two young guys to my left and they were, like, 16, 17-year-old and there was, like, two girls to my right. And I was nearly just going to talk to the girls, to be honest. I was like, oh, the boys aren't probably going to be interested in talking about, like, love. But I sat down. I was like, hey, boys, like, you know, what is love? And straight up they are like, love is beep. <laughs> And I was like, well, you know, like, what do you mean? And we got talking and these boys explained to me that they're really countercultural. They were into death, horror, rap, gore music. I wasn't even sure what that genre was. So they gave wow. me a demo. Okay. And it, like, <laughs> it's essentially like rapping with a bit of screamo about horrific things, like really horrific, okay. shocking right. things. Uh, but I was like, oh, guys, I'm really countercultural too. And like, really, Dory? I'm like, yeah. And uh, I explained like how I've been getting death threats since I was 14 in the pro-life movement. And like, oh, that's really sick. And so we started talking, but these boys were asking like really in-depth questions. They're asking like about the meaning of life essentially. Like, oh, yeah, let's talk about, you know, the dignity of the preborn child. Like what about rape? Um, one them actually ended up changing their mind on abortion there. They started asking about child pornography because one of their mates was addicted, but like it's okay because he watches it with his girlfriend. And so they're asking like all these really deep questions. We ended up talking for about five to six hours and the police ended up having to close the beach and they said, Dory, can you come up to the park and keep talking to us? So I went up to the park and when we got there, they, they like told me like, we actually have a suicide pact. And now don't get me wrong, these boys had super hard lives. Like the 16-year-old, his dad committed suicide when he was two. The 17-year-old, his best mate overdosed on meth when he was 14. Mm. All they had was each other. They're just living in like their grandma's house. And they're like, because all this culture has to give us is to be happy. So we're going to be as happy as we can be and then we're going to commit suicide Mm. because what's the point of being here when things get tough? And my heart just broke. These beautiful like 16, 17-year-old boys. Mm. And so we end up talking a bit more. And they still kept in contact. They'd like email in. And that was two years ago. And now one of them's just gone to university in Queensland. He's doing sound engineering. The other one went back to school and lived with his family. But for me, like, you would not have been able to meet two people who you would have considered to be, like, more opposed to this message. And it's just so humanizing to see how this ache for who we are, what we're made for, and what we're capable of is so deep on all our hearts and our young people are particularly hungry for it because a lot of us, like Lorraine and myself included, like we've tried this culture, like we want the authentic real deal and yet like what it's promising is just not what it's really fessing up with, which is brokenness. And so I think we've tried the culture and we want something more. And so when we can go into these classrooms and encounter them at that level of the culture and share where like our lives have been and the beauty of like, hey, it's possible. Like those desires that we have is possible to have them. Like that authentic love and that dignity and respect that every human being should have. Like 
let's build a world that's like that. Mm-hmm. And it's been amazing to see how much of this younger generation is rising up in this revolution for authentic love. And even like people on the beaches and schoolies are like, oh, it sounds like a revolution. I'm like, yeah, it is. And like our like privilege as missionaries is to go in the classroom and share the good news of like, hey, guys, there's more. Mm-hmm. And like it's just been incredible to see people jump on that wave of starting this whole culture where we can actually love. Yeah. That's awesome. So I guess I just want to ask now about um, about the show, about the podcast that you guys are going to be producing. Do you have any idea what you're going to talk about in it, what the listeners can expect, uh, why you want to do the podcast? I mean, tell me about it. We are super excited to be able to do this podcast with you guys. So we have three in the team. So this is Dory here speaking. We also have Lorraine. And Kat's in bed sick, but she is super stoked to be having time with you guys as well. So our dream for the podcast is that we can just gather together and talk about issues that happen in our culture. So we can have Mm -hmm. like, you know, some through like culture conversations. There's going to be some guest speakers in as well um, Mm -hmm. that we've got lined up, but just to talk about things that aren't really talked about, I guess Mm -hmm. like. Those taboos of the culture where we all have been or our minds go, but we don't talk about. So we really want to be able to have an open space of conversation and a bit of dialogue. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you guys want to discuss anything specifically, please Let like message in. Mm-hmm. Like we want to be able to have like just good, authentic conversations. conversations. Yeah. Yes. So and there's going to be like it's going to be cultural. So we're going to be like, you know, going off what's happening in the culture, whether mm. that be movies, whether that be like topical issues that's coming up in the news, mm. um, but just to be able to really break it open. Awesome. That's great. Well, I'm looking forward to, to hearing it. And um, yeah, thank you so much, Dory slash Francis, um, Lorraine, and of course, Catherine, she's not here, but she will be. Um, Thanks, and so- Luke. It'll be on every two weeks, every fortnight where we're mm. pitching for at the moment. So keep your ears out and your and your eyes out as well. Um, and yeah, you'll be able to hear the Culture Project podcast or whatever it will be called <laughs> um, soon on Cradio. So thank you so much again thank for all your work, not not just the podcast, but but just all your work as missionaries. It's a real inspiration um, and a real witness, you know, to, to what we're meant to be doing in this in this world that's so broken. So mm. thank you. Thanks so much, Luke. Thank really you, Luke. appreciate it. And looking forward to spending some more time with you guys. Yay! That was an interview with the Culture Project Australia entitled Missionaries for Authentic Love. To find out more about the Culture Project Australia, visit thecultureproject.org.au. For more interviews, talks, and shows, visit cradio.org.au.